We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Welcome back, everybody. Sports Daily on KFH. Jacob Albrock, Tommy Caster, Jad Chambers producing for us. Uh, ready to go and be joined by the voice of the Kansas Jayhawks, Brian Haney, as KU has been uh, has been slow going here. Not a lot of basketball being played. We're tracking him down right now uh, for our weekly visit. Tommy, it's strange. Uh, you've got since December... Right, we've had two games in two weeks, and we'll have four games basically in four weeks. In the it's like a game a week here for four straight weeks. It's probably a good thing for Bill Self, but I got to tell you, I don't like it. I don't like it one bit. Well, I think it makes a little bit of sense. They had a huge high energy game against Missouri over the weekend. They need a little bit of time to come down from Uh that, and then this weekend, it's a Well, I I mean, come on, like you get hyped up, you get up for a game like that, but then you move on this weekend to take on a really, really good Indiana team. And so I'm sure that Bill Self is loving the opportunity to have, you know, extra prep time leading up to this game against Indiana this weekend. You know, he is. I mean, it's a really interesting way to design a schedule. You kind of go, you know, very fast paced with some really good games early, uh, including Duke. North Carolina State, Wisconsin, Tennessee, right? Just boom, boom, boom. You're hitting those games hard, and then you sort of take a step back. You rev it up a little bit. You had Seton Hall. They didn't give you a test this year. No way to know that. Mizzou, Indiana, Harvard's typically decent. And then you're in conference play. I I do like the design of the schedule as far as getting better as a basketball team, but as somebody who wants to watch the games – that's not enough, right? Like, I, I need games. This is the time of year, Tommy, where I'd like to have, if I could just have my own selfish way, I'd like to have the Shockers, KU, and K-State all play one game a night, but, like, every day of the week. 
So you get one of them each night of the week. That's what I would selfishly like. Um, not, not, not. Maybe the they all need to ones. consult you when they're putting their schedules they together. They do. They do. I mean, that would be good for everybody. I think if they could just uh, <laughs> give me a buzz here. Like we, we got a few days to kill. Let's 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 get something done. We jo- we're joined now by Brian Haney, the voice of the Jayhawks. Brian, um, what you know? Selfishly, this isn't enough basketball for me. This one game a week thing for a few weeks here isn't going to get it done for me. I know. I know. Coach Self probably likes that, but I sure don't. You know, he enjoys the extra practice time, but this week, you know, they're a little lighter with the guys because it's finals week. And he would much prefer to play two games as opposed to having to do all the other stuff that happens, uh, you know, when we've got the downtime. But one of the things he enjoys is coming to Wichita, Kansas, for our annual round ball luncheon, which is later today. So as soon as I hang up with you guys, we're hopping on a plane and taking that 26-minute flight to Wichita and uh, we'll be down there later today. But that's, that's the type of stuff that goes on when you're only playing one game every eight or nine days. Uh, but it's, it, it gives us a chance to, to meet with some of our favorite fans there in your part of the state. And certainly excited to be there in just a few hours. Hey, Brian, let's go back and uh, recap that game against Missouri over the weekend. Of course, you were there in the hostile territory in Columbia. And, you know, we know the amount of hype, the amount of excitement that goes into playing a rivalry game like that. At the end of the day, the final score is all that matters. And that final score was, it it was a large margin, right? It was a large gap. Uh, Were you at all surprised by the amount of that, that victory that Kansas had? I mean, did you feel like it was going to be even a little bit closer considering that Missouri was nine and oh, and that it was, you know, inside Mizzou arena, or did, did you think that, okay, yeah, this is an opportunity for Kansas to really go in and show their dominance and really show everybody that, hey, this rivalry is not nearly as close as it used to be. You know what, Tommy? I woke up that day and I thought, I've got a feeling Vegas is going to be off by 25 points today, and that's exactly what they were. (laughs) Now, now nobody thought that heading in. I mean, I think we all were confident that Kansas could go in and win by double digits. But nobody saw 28 points on the final margin coming. And, yeah, we just beat them by 37 a year earlier, third largest victory margin in, in series history. But they only had three guys back from last year's team, and they kept the best of last year's team in Kobe Brown, his preseason first-team All-SEC. Then Coach Gates brings in all these transfer portal additions. And so we were mindful of you know the fact that this is going to be a completely different-looking team that has had some success with a differing style. The the win that was of merit was obviously winning at Wichita State, uh, 88-84. Other than that, though, all their opponents were like Lindenwood and Houston Christian and teams like SEMO. And, and so we knew they'd not faced a major conference opponent yet. They'd certainly not faced a top 10 opponent yet. And so we had a feeling Kansas could go in and win this thing, you know, by 10, 12 points, something like that. But, you know, to have a chance to win by 30 was not really on anybody's radar, at least those that were speaking honestly a week ago, because we, we really felt like this was a vastly improved Missouri team. Problem is, the style that they play, uh, it might work against some of the smaller schools that, that don't have the horses. But when you go up against, you know, five-star athletes and speed and size and all that, Kansas was able to run with them, run past them, throw the ball over them. They over commit sometimes defensively and sell out for the steal and we were just lobbing it over the top and you know KJ had six or seven dunks en route to a career high 19 points and 
We saw this Kansas team feed off the energy of the crowd in the ways that you would hope they would, but we really didn't know. And that kind of fed into the cautious optimism as well. While they've not played a major conference team, we've not played a true road game. And so we were curious to see how would our guys respond to that atmosphere. And that question was answered within the first four minutes. I mean, Kansas races out to the quick start, and I'm watching Kevin McCullough and Jalen Wilson just grinning from ear to ear like kids on Christmas morning uh, as they would hit one basket after the other and then look up into the Missouri student section, uh, just almost kind of laughing, not mocking them or anything, but just, you know, enjoying, savoring, thriving in their ability with their play on the floor to shut up what was going on in the stands because it was relentless in the stands from the moment they opened the doors. And I, I give their fans a lot of credit for their passion and, and how much you know a, a young group of Missouri students who had no idea what this rivalry was about since it went away for a decade to jump right back into the middle of it now not all of their cheers and taunts and all that were, were the classiest of, of cheers they, they ruined my favorite song by the killers Mr. Brightside but uh, they uh, <laughs> and, and if you if you know you know on that one but uh, our guys kind of fed off of that and, and really savored having a chance to shut them up. And so that was fun to watch as well. But, yeah, to answer your question, honestly, I, I thought we'd win by 10 or 12. Nobody saw 28 points coming. I, I mean, we we loved that line. I mean, we're talking about lines. We're like th- three and a half. I thought – here's what I thought. And this is – like, honestly, I thought when somebody told me that, I was like, no, you're looking at uh, you're looking at the bowl game. You're looking at the football line. Because <laughs> – that, that's what I thought, because I think that's what the line is. And I was like, three and a half to Missouri? Because we had seen Missouri play Wichita State, and it was like, God, they they allowed an offensively challenged Shocker team to score 80 on them. Like, KU is going right. to at least score 90 here and maybe challenge 100, and that's what we saw. And they had all that practice time. And the practice time is interesting right now. Again, selfishly, we want to see him play more basketball than this. But, man, I look at the design of this schedule with all the big-time games they played right out of the gate and now all the time they're taking in between these games to fine-tune some things. There probably are a lot of advantages to doing it this way, I would think, for a coach like Bill Self who thrives so much in practice. Yeah, no doubt. You know, I I think with – so many young pieces, you would have liked a little bit softer of a build-up uh, as opposed to all the you know, projected NCAA tournament teams they played out the gate. But they always schedule ambitiously like that. And you could argue that they saved their toughest non-con opponent outside of the, the Big 12 SEC Challenge, which comes in, in January. You could argue they saved their best for, for mid-December, and so maybe they did kind of inch their way up toward Indiana this weekend. But, but yeah, I, I think uh, he, he loves the practice time. He loves – growing up these freshmen in the month of December once they get finals behind them and all they have to focus on for about three and a half weeks is basketball. That's usually when these guys make their biggest leap. And we've got some guys that need to make a leap, like MJ Rice and Ernest Uday and Zuby Edgefor. And, you know, we, we've got clearly some high upside there that's not been tapped into yet potential-wise. And, and that's exciting because it means this team could get exponentially better. But it's also, um, you know, the clock's kind of ticking on some of these guys because – Coach, ideally, I heard him say this yesterday, by mid-January would like to have a solid eight rotation. That doesn't mean he'll only play eight, but that means he'd like to have it down to the eight he can trust the most. And right now, Bobby Pettiford and Joe Yesifu are going to be in that mix for sure. One of those freshman bigs is, 
and then you're at eight pretty fast. And that means somebody like MJ has got to find a way to trust his way into that role. And I think he will. I think MJ could, according to coach, be a guy that plays 18 to 20 minutes a game by the time we get into, you know, latter portions of January. But he had back-to-back injury situations, one of which was health-wise, not, not a basketball injury, but kidney stones, and, and dealt with, a, you know, a back, a, an ankle, you know, physical stuff that was on the floor, as well as the kidney stones. And he just never had that chance to, to get a true runway to kind of take off and have liftoff as a, as a freshman phenom coming in. Ernest and Zuby have kind of been going back and forth where, you know, one week you think it's Zuby, one week you think it's Ernest. And I heard Coach say yesterday he really feels like right now Zuby's got uh, a little bit of more of a, a, an upward arrow next to him than, than maybe Ernest does, which is a bit of a surprise based on Ernest's measurables. And you know, we talk all the time about this team ceiling maybe being at its highest if the top 30 five-star freshman center plays to that 7-4 wingspan and, and plays to his capability. It might be Zuby though, that right now has inside pole position on Ernest. But I say all that to say that we're pretty dang good right now but we could be great come February if some of these guys get a chance to really take lift off and take flight. And that's where, to your point, this month is, is so pivotal. And coach does like to practice time and, and does like a chance to get in the lab, as the kids like to say, and, and, and work on things to get this team playing to its optimal potential. But I, it was definitely a jump both feet first in the deep end of the pool type scheduling and, and that maybe caused some freshmen to fall a little bit behind because the coaches are going to play who they trust right out the gates. But this, this is a season where, you know, some of those young bucks with higher ceilings, but, but lesser experience, you know, really start to, to gain some traction in the pecking order. But unless he changes his mind and goes to a nine or 10 man rotation, there's going to be limited number of spots to fight for. And so guys like, you know, Ernest and, and Zuby that are going back and forth, or MJ who'd like to compete for some of those wing minutes with with Joe and, and Bobby, they really got to step it up these next few weeks. It's as pivotal of a stretch on the practice court as it is in the classroom for these guys. Brian, talk a little bit about the impact that Dewan Harris makes on a game, <clears throat> any game, night in and night out. Of course, you know, we saw him against Mizzou. He took two shots, made both of them, but there were multiple times that he was the best player on the court. And going back into his hometown in Columbia, being able to perform at that level, at such a high level, uh, that's got to that's gotta feel great for Bill Self. Talk about his impact and what he brings to the table. Well, Coach would tell you that he's one of those guys who could score two points and totally dominate the game and, and doesn't have to be a guy in the scoring column to have his fingerprints all over a win and clearly Saturday was one of those games he finishes with nine assists two turnovers he now has 25 assists to four turnovers in his last three games he leads the big 12 in assist to turnover ratio top 10 nationally assist to turnover ratio and that's just talking about distribution now let's talk about defense uh, I mean he's one of those guys with Incredibly quick hands, excellent anticipation. Coach was describing on Hawk Talk the other night his ability to bluff like he's he's coming out to guard you, kind of sink back for a split second, and then strike a second later. And and just his ability to get his hand in the cookie jar, so to speak, when you don't think it's coming. And, and he's very unassuming. He's honestly physically unimpressive. Like he, he's not going to make you – 
you know, ooh and ah when he gets off the bus. And you're like, wow, look at that physical specimen. I mean, he's 160 pounds soaking wet. Uh, he's not a, you know, strong guy upper body-wise or anything like that, but he's quick. His instincts are great. His basketball IQ is off the charts. His feel for the game is as good as you'll see. And so you add all that up, and he's a heck of a player. And, and we've told this story before on this show, but Coach keeps telling it, so I'll keep repeating it. He's one of those guys that in pickup during the national championship season, whether it was summertime pickup scrimmages, whether it was preseason five-on-five, he never lost a single game. Now, he lost six games in the, in the 40-game season, so it's not like he was undefeated on the year. But he just is one of those natural knack-for-winning type guys that always winds up on the winning team. And, again, the stat line might not wow you. Physically, he might not impress you. But he does all the things that help teams win. He leads us in drawn charges for the second straight year. I mean, stuff like that, right? And so uh, that, that's why he's such an impressive player. And Coach keeps saying it. We're watching the most underrated guard in America right now. Don't take him for granted. Don't look past what this guy brings. Uh, Fran Fischilla has said that. Fran Fischilla called him the most underrated player in America. So he's, he's definitely one of those guys we're so lucky to have. And I think that too often as, you know, fans that play fantasy sports or, or just read the box scores and who's averaging 20 a game and all that, we get swept up in the counting stats of, points and, and other categories, but uh, he's just one of those guys that fills up every little column, and, and sometimes it's in the intangibles that aren't counting stats that show up on a box score, and that's the stuff that makes a coach fall in love with you, and clearly, he is on the very short, short list of Bill Self's favorite players in his 20 seasons at Kansas. Yeah, he's becoming one of ours, too. Brian, we want to pivot just a minute here. Uh, the news of Mike Leach rippling all across the country. You spent time in Lubbock. I don't recall if you spent time with him there. Um, I, I was able to early in my career, but his impact there is immeasurable. What what stands out to you about Mike Leach as he died a couple of days ago, everybody now fondly remembering the impact he had on the game, but how was it for you with Mike Leach? Well, it's interesting. Um, I did not get to cover him in Lubbock when I was there. Tommy Tuberville was the coach for a season. And then um, after that, it was Cliff Kingsbury. So while I wasn't around him, I, I came and, and there was still a very large shadow cast by Mike Leach over that whole football community. And it was interesting, as it was described to me my first week in Lubbock, you had a, a fractured fan base where you had the Stay True to Coach Leach group, which were called the Leachers great name and then he had those that were just true to the double t no matter who the coach was and, and what that meant was they were not pleased half of the fans with how it went down with coach being let go and and uh you know they were going to be forever loyal to the guy that brought them graham harrell to michael crabtree and the famous cats that beat texas and brought them you know the high water mark in the history of texas tech football you know, so I didn't get a chance to, to cover him day to day while I was there, but certainly heard all kinds of stories. And my own story predates my time in Lubbock. I was the sports director at KLWN in Lawrence, which is a great station, but it's just a 500-watt AM station in a media market in Kansas. And yet when a lot of big-time head coaches would turn down an interview request to go on a station of that size, he granted my request when I was like, 28 years old and you know, didn't have a huge resume or anything. And you hear so many stories like this of people he made time for. But what was unique about this was 
you know, he said, yeah, I'll do the interview, but uh, call me at, at, at 7.45 on Tuesday night and yada, yada. And I'm like, okay. So I call him, and, and he's sitting in a barber shop in West Texas, and he does the 15-minute interview as they're cutting his hair, multiple times switching the phone from one ear to the other because the, 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 the buzzers, <laughs> they, they were coming around to that ear. He's like, hang on a second, and he moved it over here. And, yeah, it wasn't ideal for the interview, but, I mean, that was the, the beauty of it. Like, he made time for people, and, and it was always unique. He never knew what he was going to say. And in this instance, I was so grateful because I'd never done an interview in a barber's chair as a live cut was happening before, and yet I got to with him. Somebody told me a story the other day before he passed of uh, a guy that has a podcast who uh, had somehow gotten Coach Leach to agree to come on, and he was driving through Wyoming. And maybe this story has been, you know, hyperbolized like the size of the fish you caught five years ago, and the fish keeps getting bigger and bigger. But the guy told me that Leach's cell phone kept dropping and it took two hours, but he kept calling back, and, and they kept getting more and more of what was supposed to be a 30-minute conversation. It took the better part of two hours, but he was committed to getting it done, even though his, his phone call kept dropping. And so I just think that speaks to the guy that he was, and you hear so many stories of him going the extra mile or spending the extra few minutes to make an impact on somebody. And obviously he was – a offensively gifted innovator uh, studying under how mummy to, to put forth an air raid offense that college football had never seen before. And I'll never forget some of those early leech teams that were constantly hanging 50 points on the opposition and running a hundred plays. And you'll recall some of those games were taking four and a half hours and the TV networks didn't know what to do with uh, the time slots when Texas tech was playing because you know, they'd go down and score in 90 seconds and everything would spread them out, hurry them up and score. And, uh, and, and it was unlike anything we'd ever seen. But he also brought more excitement and, and uh, you know, just a new way of looking at offensive football. So he'll be remembered for so many things. But probably the biggest takeaway was, you know, like I said, the, all the lives he impacted just by taking time, you know, to, to talk to people. And then when he talked to you, he was clearly one of the most fascinating personalities ever. Would always say something, whether it was about pirates or zombies or sometimes not every quote was great. Well, one time he talked about his players, fat little girlfriends, and that that certainly offended people when he said that. But the point is, he did not. You never he knew did what not back gonna... down on that either, Brian. Like I covered that. That was right when I started my career, yeah. uh, and it was yeah. you know that was pre the current state of things and yeah he, they they gave him a chance to apologize and he absolutely did not he did not uh, he probably wasn't going to unless he was really in trouble because he just spoke his mind and uh he, he like i said whenever we tuned in for the big 12 teleconference each week on a on a monday at 10 a.m i mean you you really had no idea what was going to come out of his mouth and that was what made it so great because he was it was a live mic and he could talk about anything but it was always interesting i promise you that Yes, it was. All right, Brian. Well, we appreciate it. So you guys get uh, Indiana, uh, 11 a.m. tip. You'll hear it on KFH. Anything special coming up for that broadcast, the blue blood battle there at uh, at Allen Fieldhouse? Uh, you know, I, I would say this. You asked for something special. We're going to have something special over the uh, over the, the public address and over the, the, the big video board because Dick Vitale's doing the game. and. Dick, oh, awesome. uh, for so many years, has raised, he's raised money for, for cancer research and for pediatric cancer fighting. And then he himself has battled cancer here in the last 18 months. And 
got the all clear, got to ring the bell back in the fall and uh, late summer. And so we've got something pretty special. I probably shouldn't give it away, but, but somebody that, that he once stood up for. Uh, and, and if you're a Kansas diehard and you know about Dick Vitale and standing ovations, you know what I'm talking about. We're going to have that person deliver a message about KU being behind him. And that's all I'll say. But it's going to be a really special moment when that happens. And I would imagine, you know, Dick's going to be uh, really touched. So we'll keep that between us and the 100,000 people listening to your show right now. But we're looking forward to that. That would be what's special. Beyond that, it's a top 15 head-to-head matchup. they got a preseason All-American big man. It's going to be a great test for Kansas to go up against size again size that gave us fits versus Tennessee we'll see you know a big time first team all-american type post presence and see how the Jayhawks handle that on Saturday all right Brian we appreciate these visits uh, be good this week enjoy your trip to Wichita maybe we'll run into you today yeah I hope so thanks so much guys and big thanks to the mattress sub for making these conversations possible each and every Wednesday Every night when I sleep in my own bed, it's a great night's sleep. Thanks to the folks at the Mattress Hub. I got my purple mattress this past spring, and it's completely changed the quality of sleep that I've gotten. So you can do the same for you, whether it's Tempur-Pedic, purple, whatever. They've got all the top lines at all the best prices and terrific customer service as well. So check them out today at MattressHub.com. Appreciate you so much, and we'll uh, talk to you guys next week. There goes Brian Haney, voice of the Kansas Jayhawks. If you're just joining us, missed any of that conversation, you can find it in full at kfhradio.com. Tommy and I will be back. We'll give something away here, some movie tickets to the new Avatar premiere tomorrow night. We'll do that, and we'll roll forward on this Wednesday edition of Sports Daily next. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.